Rhythm, a crazy podcast about DC, with your host E-Rock and PD. When we speak up, get your geeks up, cause you know you got to get geeked up. So sit back, relax, and get comfy. Lose your mind like Solomon Grundy, and listen to a show that won't be forgotten. Coming straight out of Gotham. And hello, everyone out in Gotham City. Welcome to another episode of Straight Out of Gotham, episode 104. We are a fandom pop culture podcast and a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Make sure you check out all the other great shows on the network by heading on over to BOF and clicking that drop-down link. There is a uh, wonderful selection of other podcasts run by fantastic people who know what they're talking about, most importantly, and uh, you're bound to just enjoy everything. And, uh, you know, you can, you know, walk to this part of the website and click it. You don't have to frolic like a weirdo. No one wants to do that. I am your co-host from the other side of the Hudson River, senior contributor to Batman on Film. I am Peter R. Verente, recording on January 14th, 2023, and as always, we have a great show for you today, but before I get into good stuff, I'd like to remind you, all our faithful listeners, if you take the time to rate and review this show, Straight Outta Gotham, on Apple Podcasts, and we read on air, you want a Straight Outta Gotham prize pack, so check it and uh, review it and let us know what you think. If you hate us, what do you think of Eric's goatee, all that kind of stuff, um, and uh, make sure that uh, you know you just enter it so you can win some cool stuff. It's been a while since anybody uh, won one, so maybe it's your time to shine now let me let me introduce my partner in crime the man who has walked across the tappan z bridge twice with nothing but the hair on his chest ladies and gentlemen a junior batman on film contributor and the man who turned your mom down for prom eric holzman what what's going on champ what's going on oh so tappan z bridge yeah well sometimes you get you get uh dared to do things and, and you, as the champion of Long Island, cannot say no. You have to do them. It's just, I was young. It was crazy. You're defending your honor. It's actually now the Governor Mario Cuomo Bridge, if we're going to be correct. But when I did this stuff, you're correct. It was the Tappan It was the Tappan Zee. It happened. It's, yes. been, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. Yeah, it has been a long time. But yeah, and I, I, I'm not even going to lie. I went to five proms my senior year. Five. Those are five lucky ladies. Yes. I went to my own, my girlfriend's at the time. Sally Testerberger. A friend of mine. Another friend of mine. <laughs> girls from other schools. You, you yes. Know, and, then, schools. and then when I was a freshman in college, I also went to this girl I was working with. I went to her senior prom with her as well. So I've been to so there you go. Life. Eric Holzman, king of getting it in. King of the prom? No, I'm just the king of prom dates. I guess. I don't know. There he I'm is. not going to say that did happen, but uh, five times with five not, proms. That's not the five thing. Five time yeah, champion. I actually did. Uh, yeah. Eric's like, thanks for inviting me to prom. Now let me show you Schlong Island. <laughs> well, well, this show just went from PG-13 to R very quickly. <laughs> So any of you who have your chill now, it's past. It doesn't even matter. If they heard it, they heard it. Don't listen to this. Show. We're going to have to put out a disclaimer. When I put this one up, don't listen to it with your kids in the car. <laughs> oh, man. So, Pete, That's how funny. are you feeling, man? You got you got hit by the Rona yet again. How are you feeling? I feel alive. <laughs> I'll say that much. That's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Monday and Tuesday were rough, but uh, I feel good now. That's good. It's yeah. good to hear. 
Yeah, guys, it was weird. Last week when we recorded the show, Pete was like coughing and stuff and after and I'm like, what's wrong? He's like, oh, I think it's just my allergies or whatever. No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Monday came. I was like, oh, shit. But uh, yeah, he looks, I, I could honestly say he looks, he looks better. He looks good. So, uh, I wouldn't say good. Well, you Still look like, like you kind of just woke up too, like but... <laughs> Uh, but, but uh, I definitely feel a lot better than I did earlier in the week. It's rough, man. That thing. So is, I uh, also have news about something else. No joke. That I've been that I've been doing since Monday. I started. My friend challenged me to do only a cold, a cold shower challenge. Have you ever taken a cold shower? Like deliberately taken a cold shower? Yeah. Okay. Well, apparently there's a bunch of health benefits for it. Like it helps with your skin. It gives you energy. Yeah, Liver um, King was saying that months ago. Right. So a buddy of mine who's who's a personal trainer, he was like, Eric, I'm doing this. Do you want to try it? So I was like, sure. And let me tell you, I've done two of them have been just completely cold from beginning, which is mm. brutal. Yeah. Like you literally have to take a, like a really deep breath before you get in. Shrinkage. Well, yeah, that too. But <laughs> it's brutal to do. Breathing is tough, tougher when it's the showers is that cold, especially if you do it in the morning. But yeah. then I did. Sometimes I'd have to get out. You know, right, it's like it's it's weird. I get you saying, but and then I did this hybrid. I've been doing a couple of hybrid ones where I start warm and then event, mm-hmm. as the shower winds down, I bring it down to cold. That one's a little bit more palatable, which I I thought was a little weird because sometimes the water like is really warm and you're going mm-hmm. completely other direction. But I guess just having the water on you uh, makes the makes the temperature change a little bit more tolerable. Okay. So it's a I think it's a I think it's a 28. No, it's a 14 day challenge. And I think you have to do like a, he said a maximum of 10 days. There are days you could not do it at all if you don't want to. So I'm doing that. So if anybody else out there wants to try it, it's funny. We bring up Steve a lot on the show, but he told me about a month ago that he was doing cold shower challenge type thing. So Steve Helm, if Steve Helm, Texas talk like this, let me tell you what, we don't get much ice down here in Texas because it's so hot. But when I do, I put it in a cold bath. I sit in that cold bath about 13, 14 minutes. And I'll tell you what, I get all nice and cold. So yeah, so Steve, if uh, if you did it, if you were still doing it, or if you if you did for a long, you know, a nice amount of time last month, let me know how your experience was. And if anyone else has done this, yeah, let me know if you've done a cold a cold shower challenge. And if not, maybe we could do an SOG one. We'll do an SOG cold shower challenge. I and, remember uh, remember the ice bucket challenge. I remember that thing. Yes, uh, but I, I definitely like I I enjoy cold shower every now and then. It's like, uh, but it's like it's tough to get in there. But it's like. If like if I can jump to a cold pool, I can jump into a cold shower. You know, you kind of have to psych yourself up. But uh, yes, I, I'm with you. I do enjoy it every once in a while. It's different. It's, it's a different vibe than taking a hot one. But um, yeah. So definitely, guys. Uh, if you guys, if anyone's done it, let let us know. If if you want to, if you would do one as a group, we could do it in the the Facebook group. Uh, I'll set up a, a tracking sheet for it, and we can do one. I think it'd be fun uh, to hear everyone else's experiences. Uh, ladies too, ladies out there, you guys can join as well. This is not a yeah, guys only as well. challenge. So yeah, so if you wanted to give that a shot, uh, let us know. So of course we have news. We always have news. That's what the show is. That's what we do here. We discuss what the goings on in fandom and pop culture and mostly even around. the stupid shit. Yep, even stupid stuff. Uh, so let's start with the stupid stuff because that's the fun stuff to start with. And you know so, where it's coming from. The only group <laughs> it ever comes from. <laughs> the biggest dumbasses on the planet. So Pete, go ahead. Tell us, tell us what I'm talking about. 
Uh, zaddies are doing zaddy things. They're saying dumb things on Twitter like they always do. They want now the Snyderverse to be sold to Netflix for whatever dumb re- I just, there's so st- literally like these people need to be like, I don't know. What is, Mars. <laughs> I, I don't, <clears throat> I don't understand what they don't get at this point. Um, I know, they're all morons, dude. <laughs> he doesn't even want to do it anymore. None of the actors are around anymore. Um, it's still those that would still be a Warner Brothers property. A DC is still a Warner Brothers property, so they can't just sell the Snyderverse to them. It's still a it still have to be approved. The Warner Brothers approval thing. Um, and anyone who writes articles and like support of this is totally losing credibility with every word. It's just it's yes, I know who you're talking it's about specifically. Um, Especially people who at one point were so highly regarded. You yes. Know? The fall yes. from grace is like almost just like shocking at this point. Like, geez. It bothers me more because it's like they're kowtowing or aligning themselves with something that really has been toxic and we've felt effects from it. People we know have felt effects from it. Literally the worst fan base in the history of fan bases. Like it really is. And again, I'm the not Star Wars people like the right to almost be toxic because it's something that's beloved and cherished by many, 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 many people. That's but the fair. zaddy shit, like no one likes it, dude. Like you guys like <laughs> you're the most toxic group of people for like the most worthless crap in the world. It's so it's so ridiculous. Yeah, I mean it's it's like I said. The, and I like it. I'll, I'll say that. I don't I mind <laughs> the people who are just upset that it's gone going, and they're like, "Yeah, I like it. I enjoy it." But who are not pushing for more of it and are just accepting the reality that it's finished. I don't. You people, we're cool. I have no problem with you. But it's the people who are the toxic ones, the people who continue to perpetuate this story and keep it going and. You are just as bad. Like they're just as much responsible for everything that's happened for it. And Zach himself, I'm sorry, Zach himself is responsible. We know that. Oh, dude, there's been articles written about him being responsible, (laughs) financially responsible. Yeah. So I mean, it's guys, this this period is over, and we're getting a brand new period coming soon. We're gonna hear this. We should be really excited about. Like I can't wait to see what's going on. By guys who. By one guy who we know loves this stuff, James Gunn, we know loves all comic-related stuff, comic books, these characters. He loves it. So that's the one guy. And another guy who's had vested interest in it. So you have two people here plotting out a plan for this universe, that, a universe that everyone has been crying to, to have. They want a shared universe. People have always wanted this. Crying for yes. years. Yes, we're going to get one. It's coming. You know how many arguments me and Daddy Batman have gotten into? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and I mean, I know people like you. I know people on both sides of the aisle. People who want a shared universe. People who don't. Respectful opinions uh, on both sides. I understand both sides. I get it. But we're getting it. Daddy bullshit. Sorry. Yes, we're getting one. It's coming. And it's probably, and I swear to God, it came and gone. It's time came and went. Like it happened for everyone. Burton, Nolan, Schumacher. It all came and went. Like I'm sorry it didn't end the way you wanted to, but guess what? That's Hollywood, (laughs) right? And we keep saying these; those movies are still there. What we have is still in existence. You can watch it whenever you want. I know all of you have it on (laughs) Blu-ray. So, really, what is your gripe? Is that this is not continuing? Just keep moving the goalposts. 
Well, then you should have gotten the people out there to to watch it. You should have gotten the people out. You should have gotten your fans and your family and everyone out there to go watch these movies when they're in the theaters. And then it would still be going. I guess just not enough people want to go watch. Exactly. I mean, that's the bottom line. It's a business. It sucks. So, and stop with this. There's tons of bad movies I'd love to see sequels to. (laughs) You know? And I swear, these people would want the Snyderverse sold to PBS. Like, they would be happy <laughs> so the if the Snyderverse went to PBS, public broadcasting, <laughs> with the British voice over the Zach entire film. the whole thing in his driveway. It's fine. <laughs> they, would, they would love it. They would be like, oh, this is the best thing. And this is it. This is it. He shot the whole movie on an iPhone in his driveway. It's great. <laughs> I just can't anymore. Again. And I like some of the movies, too. Uh, not Maybe not for beginning to end, but there's parts of all his films that I enjoy. All those films. Yeah, man. I still think BVS is the best one, but, like, so, I, know, I get why people didn't like it and stuff. It happens. What is, like... Uh, so, yeah. I, I mean, I've officially... I, I honestly think, dude, I honestly think these people are just dumb. I just think they're dumb. I, I, I'm sorry. I just can't help it. Like, it's just... These people are really stupid. They just have to be. There's no other explanation. I mean, there really isn't. Because even like, now, you see some figureheads. And I mean, know, we've who, seen. Who used we've you seen... all for likes and follows and the algorithm and everything, who have used you horribly. Even they're jumping off the train. And it's fun to watch that too, because then there's Zaddy infighting and you get the hardcore real, you know, like probably the, the what do they call the Snyder Bros, you know, those guys. And then you get the mm-hmm. Zaddies. You know, it's fun to watch them fight each other. And we've even had, like, we've had other things pop up recently the cw stuff there's like there's people out there who are like you know save legends of tomorrow and and they save this one yeah and that's cool like that's cool they're they're respectful if people they just wasn't enough <laughs> <laughs> they're just putting stuff out there but they're not being like mean about it they're just like yeah we'd like to keep this to keep going that's great that's fine if you're passionate about it i'm, I'm with you but this one and how it began and everything we've learned about it how fake it actually was and to have it still going, come on. Yeah. Come on. Like, enough. They, it's like, they're like gnats on like a summer day. <laughs> so, keep swatting away. Again, going away. We've said this before, but officially, Pete, I think we sh- this is it. No more Zack Snyder. I don't care if it comes back and is, <laughs> comes back to the big screen. And, and does billion dollar films repeatedly? I, well, it's not going to happen, first of all. But if it I know, does, but... we'll have to talk about it because we're for you know fanboy show. Well, no, we'll we'll kind of skirt around. We don't it. have to talk about nothing. If that's what you're actually saying. <laughs> if the goal is to talk about things that are going to happen and not talk about nothing, then this counts as nothing because it's never going to happen. So there you go. So that's it's it. done. It's over with. It's time to move on to uh, gun the gunverse, the gunfriend. Yes, gunfriend, gunfriend. Fred, sand gun? The sand gun. We'll go with the sand gun. I like sand gun. That does sound a little better. Sand gun. The sand does gun. sound a little better. We're entering the sand gun. Right. And in that same vein, we know that that information is coming. Um, That plan mm-hmm. is coming. We've we've heard a couple of things. Uh, James Gunn has revealed, as he always does, he's been active in social media and he does answer questions. So... There has been all this stuff coming up of that Jacob Elordi from Euphoria was going to be cast or was already cast as Superman. And James Gunn just said there no one has been cast as Superman yet. And he hasn't even written the script. Does <laughs> so, that mean wait, wait, so wait, if no one's cast as Superman, then that means Henry Cavill, right? 
Henry Cavill can come back? No, that means he's not cast as Superman. Like, he's, he's not included, cast as Superman. So no. that means Henry Cavill's not playing Superman. He's not. So that means Justin owes me seven dollars. <laughs> I just I'm just saying that out loud. I just, I just want to make sure that makes sense. Okay, so Henry Cavill's not Superman. That means Justin <laughs> owes me seven dollars. Okay, I just want to make sure I, I, I want to make sure it sounded right in my head. He does owe you seven dollars. Okay. okay, okay. I just want to, I wasn't sure if I was the idiot. Okay, it makes sense to me. Okay, I thought I was the zaddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Sorry. Continue. Yes. So we don't have a Superman yet, guys. So stop worrying about it. It's. I think Elordi would make a fine casting choice as well. I do. I think he'd be fine. Really? You, you're fine with that? I mean, I don't know. I don't care really. Like whoever he casts, he casts. Um, I'll judge it when I when I, when I see it. But like, I don't wake up every day and I'm like, oh man, like who's gonna be Superman? You know, it's like it's like it's like the Yankee nerds on Twitter. Like, oh man, who's going to be the starting left fielder on opening day? Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll know on opening day. <laughs> I'm sure James Gunn will cast a uh, wonderful actor to play Superman. And you know, if it's Rob Schneider, I'll rip it apart. You know, <laughs> but if it's not, you know, I got I got to see who it is. So <laughs> we'll see. What, yeah, as long as it's not Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider is the last son of Krypton. That would be hysterical. Oh, it's like those old Jack Black Green Lantern rumors. Oh, geez. Oh, and I, I mean, these people just make up these rumors. There's been I have not seen one credible source say that this guy was going to be Superman. I just heard that he was people thought fan casting thought he would be a good choice. So it's weird. I mean, that's what we always say. Like sometimes I'm worried that we're going to say something and people are going to just run with it and be like, Pete and Eric said this, or Eric said this, or Pete said this. And I'll be like, it's happened before. Like how many times has Bill said something? We're like, well, Batman on film said this. And it's like context, you idiot. Yeah. Like, they're the same people like, don't trust this 15-year veteran of the Hollywood Reporter, who was also previously written for Variety Deadline. <laughs> like, yeah, don't trust them. Time Magazine. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to me in my rant podcast. It's funny. It is. But guys, <laughs> just be patient. I understand. We all are. We all really want to know what this plan is, just, is about. You know, why don't you guys just rewatch Black Adam? Let's do that. I agree. Watch, what, watch Black Adam because I enjoyed that damn movie. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I really enjoyed like, it. Black I'm, Adam. I'm sad we're not getting more Black Adam, to be honest. Uh, He'll be back at some point. Right. Well, they said not in the first round of. To be brutally honest, like, did you ever think you're going to get a Black Adam movie to begin with? So no, the fact that you got I one. Not. I did not. So, so the fact you get one no. is kind of impressive. Anyway. It is. I agree. It is impressive that that, that character got his own film. Mm-hmm. Very impressive. So, all right. Well, as as we know, while we're waiting for this information to come out about the plan, uh, Ooh, the Warner plan. Brothers seems to be turning a corner financially, uh, and their stock is getting a thumbs up from Wall Street. Oh, so that devil Zaslov knew what he was doing this whole time, right? <laughs> yes, uh, it appears that way. It appears that confidence in Warner Brothers stock is on the rise. Uh, Shares of the company were up as of last week, 5%. Um, so. Look, um, Zaslav came in and he inherited an, an incredible amount of debt. He has trimmed this brisket down to show level competition style brisket. There's a lot of fat that has been trimmed off. You don't get that reference. 
Um, he has he has sh- shed a lot of dead weight. Um, yeah. in his eyes, and uh, unfortunately, some people did lose their jobs, and you know we lost some movies in the process, and some TV shows, and some things got canceled. Some things were made and will never be seen. That includes Scooby Doo, the Batgirl people. <laughs> You're not the loudest. <laughs> There's this whole Scooby Doo fan base is not happy either. And right now, that Scooby-Doo fan base is not happy at all, apparently, if you read the reviews of Velma. So Scooby-Doo fan base is in turmoil. Lauer is, he's probably shitting his pants. Um, <laughs> there were some casualties, but you know what? He needed to do what he needed to do, and he did it. And it seems to have done uh, wonders for the company, at least in, in the public eye, the people who handle financials and know business better than all of us. So we'll see right. where that leads us next year. You know, that was maybe this whole Warner Brothers Discovery thing is actually going to work out. Maybe Warner Brothers won't get sold again. <laughs> you know? Well, it's apparently it's positioned to it's pursuing 3.5 billion of merger synergies, which means mergers with other companies, investments, whatever, and relaunches its flagship streaming service, uh, which of course we know is going to be a hybrid of HBO Max and Discovery Plus. They're going to put those two together, and that's going to be their flagship. So, um, they they say it's a risk reward still going on with them, but they do project uh, nineteen dollars a buy rating and the twelve months price target of nineteen dollars per share, or a sixty three percent upside, um, which is why. So, how many shares are you buying? Nineteen bucks. I don't know. I could, um, I could buy some. I might buy four shares. We should. We should all. We should in our group. We should all. Get together, buy some buy stock, and, and tell everyone now we have we're investors and we have a say in what goes on. So, we're, God so we damn should, it, we should buy it. This is gonna be the best eighty dollars I've ever spent. <laughs> I uh, got eighty dollars in Warner Brothers. Let me tell Matt Reeves what he's gonna do. First of all, don't you listen to that Justin Kowalski because whatever he says about your Batmobile, he's he's crazy. Yeah. See. It's weird when AMC had their big when they did like that that big stock surge and when with the sell off for AFC, uh, AMC sorry and they did I actually bought some shares, so I was able then when I go to the movies now I'm considered an investor, so I get like little treats they'll throw my way in my account every once like in a what, while. What you get like a free box of snowcats? You get like a yeah free popcorn, free you know wow. free drink. So it's, this is like this is Eric telling the ladies. Like, you know, <laughs> it was, yeah. I was like, oh my god, Eric. You got a sausage but, uh, popcorn? <laughs> you're like, no. You're like, yes, it is. I was just trying to think what if you did that for Warner Brothers, would we get anything? Would I get uh-huh. like a maybe you could buy some get some Pete, maybe some free comics. Maybe, maybe. It'd be cool. So so yes, guys, but the the larger arc arc we're talking here, all kidding and joking aside, is that uh yeah, Warner Brothers is projected to have a good year. So Wow, so everyone who said Warner Brothers was stock was failing and the company was gonna go bankrupt. So all those people lied and they grifted all the way through Twitter. That's great. Yes. <laughs> those assholes. Oh man. It's so funny. they it's all funny when the but- truth comes out. They also like, um, but they do also like Disney, which I'm sure they like every year. I'm sure. <laughs> Fox and Netflix. So how is Fox? Oh, I guess Fox. Yeah. Okay. News. I was like, didn't they sell Fox? Oh, and like, oh, they only sold studios. Never mind. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
All right. Well, let's stick with let's stick in Warner Brothers. And uh, I'm sure this I when I first saw this, I actually texted it to you right away. Uh, this news because I was like, oh, people are not going to be happy. You'll uh, bring Greg- back Berlanti, but you won't bring back Schneider. Yes. Greg Merlanti has inked a new mega deal with Warner Brothers Discovery. It, the pact is supposed to go through 2027. So we got a four year extension. Um, you know, he had a 15 year run apparently uh, before this. So I don't know. The guy makes TV shows that people watch. Like, that's, the, that's the bottom line. I don't know what to tell you. Like, and I watch a lot of them myself. I like Berlanti stuff. So I'm excited. Yeah. Let's see. I don't know if it's going to be really DC related. Um, I don't, you know, because like it seems, to, I don't really know what's going on with the CW. Like they seem to be kind of be shifting away from what they've been doing for so long, right? Um, but this seems to be more like a Warner Brothers. Like, I, and I don't know how much like Warner Brothers has in CW anymore. So like, I don't know really where he's he's gonna kind of land, so to speak, right? Like, where is he gonna be making this stuff? Well, we know he's still. I mean, is it Warner still Brothers? Hearing? Huh? Is it just Warner Brothers or is it say CW? I don't remember. Well, it just says Warner Brothers. Like it doesn't it doesn't go into exactly what projects he's okay, going to so continue to work on. Okay, so maybe he's doing like HBO Max stuff then. But well, we know he's doing the only one we know he's still involved in is Green Lantern. Mhm. So which we'll that's see. That's it. So I we don't, don't know, yeah, we don't I don't even know if Green Lantern's a thing. Like I imagine Green Lantern's going to be part of Gunn's announcement. So like I don't imagine this Green Lantern show. Yeah, I, mean, I imagine we already it's know it's tooled again. Yeah, we already heard it was originally retooled from what it was going to be to a John Stewart vehicle afterwards and now we yeah. we'll see what like everything outside of like the batman joker and these like batman podcasts are like all subject to change in my opinion yeah and i mean yeah. i've said before about we should all we all owe a debt of gratitude people who like um, these characters owe a great attitude debt of gratitude to greg berlanti because of the cw and what it did for arrow and the flash green arrow and the flash and that's funny know. coming from you man who hates batwoman well i just didn't like batwoman oh I really didn't like Supergirl either You're, yeah yeah someone's got a problem with female superheroes except for captain marvel for some reason <laughs> and wonder woman i love wonder woman oh now he loves wonder woman 84 what I never disliked God Holzman, you flip flop too much. I never disliked 84. I only disliked the villain. That's it. Oh god. You are the villain. I am. I'm the villain. Fascist. What could oh geez. Right about. Oh, I wonder how that guy's doing. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Well, we also have some good news on uh a guy who we've had a lot of bad news on. Uh Ezra Miller. He uh-huh. accepted a plea deal. Uh, to avoid jail on the trespassing charge in Vermont of the break-in of the southern Vermont home that he had last spring when he was going through his all his demons and drama and problems. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's good news as we approach the release of I mean, of the we Flash. all knew Ezra wasn't going to spend like 30 years in jail for this. You know, we all knew he was going to get something. So the fact that he gets his like 80 to 90 days is okay, and I'm sure he, he won't like it there, but he'll probably be isolated anyway, right? Like, Well, it's a, sus- a suspended sentence. Okay. I so, thought they said he was going to serve like 90 days. Well, it's he could, but it's suspended, so he won't right away. I guess it's kind of like it's kind of like a sentencing. He'll probably be, f- be on like house arrest, right? Yeah. He'll be fine. So, Basically, here's the deal. Ezra's going to pay his price, whatever that is. We'll figure it out. He's not going to do major hard time. 
but you know he'll probably have to wear like an ankle bracelet for a while. So putting this news together with the news we got about the Flash having a teaser during the Super Bowl, I would assume that after the Super Bowl we're going to start having a press tour of some sort. To it's coming, baby. Flash, Keaton, right? Keaton's at the Super Bowl. You're going to have a bunch of guys who don't know that Keaton's back. A bunch of normal people, and they're going to see it. And the Batman of their gen- of their childhood, and uh, it's going to spark some interest, man. This is. There is a reason why that they picked the Super Bowl for this spot, and uh, I think this is going to be huge. I really do. I think Keaton at that stage is really going to draw a lot of eyes onto this film, and no one's still going to care about Ezra Miller what he does. <laughs> no, 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 no one's going to care. Like you'll have the you'll have the fanboys and the people who are outraged and the people who want to be offended about everything and anything and anything they can find, and they'll they'll be miserable and they always will be. But no one's going to give two shits about Ezra Miller breaking into his neighbor's house for some gin and tonic by the time this movie comes out. And that's I agree. I agree with that. I think by the time the movie comes out, I think he will go on some, you know, this is like Nick Cage going into people's houses and and stealing liquor. It'd be a much bigger story. But it's Ezra Miller. Nobody cares about Ezra Miller. Like It's just the fact of life. Right. For the most part, you're right. Yeah. And I do I do think they're gonna he's gonna be questioned if they allow him on the tour, which I think they will. I think it's kinda gonna be a, a press tour for it's the It's gonna Flash. be so far behind us, dude. Plus a a redemption thing for him. Mm-hmm. So I think they're gonna And he's gonna that. be talking about all the progress he's been making. Right. And they'll probably you know? put him on shows that are easy, like something like morning shows like Drew Barrymore or something like that, where he could go on and oh, he can go on something like Conan. Not you have know, a Con- difficult I don't think Conan will give him a difficult you know? interview. So, At that point though. Also, you're forgetting Keaton. Keaton can probably be the one who does the late night TV circuit. No, no, I'm just, I just mean I'm, promoting the movie. Because at first, I didn't think they were going to let him do anything. I thought they were going to put Miller to the side and say, "You're not uh-huh. doing a damn thing for this." But I can't. I don't think you can do that. He, it's his movie. Like you have to yeah, have him out. I there. get it. Again, but is he that big of a star? No, but from what I'm hearing, this movie could make him one. We'll see. Oh, well, you know what? From from your mouth to God's ears. Right, like my God, I mean Zaslav. When you think about everything that's gone on, they if they very easily could have just been like, forget it, we're not putting this thing out. The star was had so much problems; they could have just cut the cord. But it must be so, that good of a film. Yeah, but he like, didn't no, murder anybody. He's not kidnapping. It's not manslaughter. He stole no, booze. I agree with you. <laughs> like it's all the stuff that we heard was was clearly blown out of proportion. He, essentially, this is like the the activity of a juvenile delinquent. Right, <laughs> it's stuff you did when you were a teenager. Yeah. Pretty much, right? Like st- you know? silly stuff. The next thing he's like, Ezra Miller's throwing snowballs at his neighbor's car driving by cars. <laughs> I mean, the, the thing with the, the grooming of the kids, I mean, if that was true, yeah, I get, but that story I mean, that, that's some weird apart. shit, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know, that kid's like, what, 19? And the mother was there, like, for the other thing? I I don't know. Again, the whole, the whole thing has been weird. But, I'm sure the government was investigating him under a lot of things. He's been, you know, but like, I don't know. If there's something there, there's something there. Exactly. And I think it would have happened by now. That's what I'm saying. He did nothing wrong. So, oh, I'm not saying he did nothing wrong. I'm just saying it wasn't terribly, as terrible as we, as it was yeah, being reported. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Reported. You know I mean, I mean right. like, yeah, it's just like, I don't know. He's not out there driving drunk. Well, at, from one Batman to another, uh, we'll go from Keaton uh, to Matt Reeves, Robert Pattinson, and of course the Batman. Oh, uh, yeah. As Batman. we, you know, the movie oh, the that Batman. now is racking up awards left and right. Eric, how does it feel to talk about the Batman and awards when you wrote an article about not wanting the Batman to begin with? 
That's about not how the, the world is it ready for the Batman, and yet it's just racking up awards, baby. First of all, that's not what the article said. <laughs> Second of all, I love the movie, and I wanted it from oh, the beginning. Who doesn't so... love the movie? It's amazing. It's Batman kicking ass, fighting the Riddler with Catwoman and the Penguin. How could you not love it? How could you not love it? How could you not love the Batman? Let me tell you why. You have no soul, and that's why you would not love the Batman. Not you specifically, but any of those people. <laughs> They're soulless. Okay. Uh, there you go. There's Pete's plea, everybody. Um, but <laughs> director, creator, Matt Reeves is genius, philanthropist. <laughs> my is future scheduled best friend. To meet, is scheduled to meet with James Gunn to quote unquote ensure the Batverse. Um, but sure that the Batverse and the DC universe don't crash together. So, so basically, and- let me tell you what's going on here. James Gunn's going to walk into Matt Reeves' house and basically say, What are you doing that I don't bother you? And that's what, because Matt Reeves is in control here, people. Let's just get that out of the way. He's uh, he's the one holding the keys to the grand ship here, you know. Um, so let's just, uh, let's not bother Mr. Reeves. Oh, okay, you're going to use this film? Well, we're not going to use that film. Thank you, Mr. Reeves. That's how this, that's how this meeting's going to go. Reeves is in charge. He's sitting at the head of the table. So don't get it twisted, all right? You may have no, the whole I mean- universe, but he's got the biggest toy in your playpen. Yes, I mean, well, as the solo project goes, yes. Like, he's obviously, you know, the Batman was good, made money, so they're not going to mess with the winning formula. So if that's Damn going straight, well, baby. then you just keep it going. As we know, the Penguin's coming. Uh, right, is it is. That. So, you know, we have all of that behind it. James Gunn and, and Peter Safran are not idiots. They don't want to mess with a good thing. So they clearly were brought into to fix the bad thing that we already talked about earlier in the show. <laughs> so yeah. I, I think there's a lot of what I said is true. Like, I, I honestly think they're like, okay, like, what are you thinking? He's like, well, I want to use this villain, that villain. They're probably like, okay, cool. So we're not going to use, you know, you can be like, okay, so maybe we won't use that villain when we introduce our version of Batman, you know? Cause like at some point guns version of Batman is going to make, you know, make his appearance. And you just, you know, maybe you don't want to overexpose a villain unless it's like, I don't know, somebody so, Maybe, maybe like I don't know. Maybe they they actually want to use Firefly and like the Gunverse. Maybe we'll get get an actual proper Firefly or something. I don't know. But I just they're just you know they're gonna figure things out, which is cool. It's good that they're communicating because it seems like at times David F. Sandberg had like nothing to do with like Black Adam, right? Even yeah. though he was a, a person who kind of first created the Shazam part of the DCU, he was right. so isolated from Black Adam. It felt at times that there was no communication in here. The Rock, not like it matters anymore because it's going to be all rebooted, but like The Rock hates Shazam and all those other shenanigans. So, Yep. Yeah, no, I mean, obviously he, while he'll probably still have technically be reporting to them, I don't think he's going to have to worry, get much influence from Gunn and Safran on this. Uh, so I think like the article even says his quote was, um, I'm going to be talking about them in about in a few weeks. They're going to be talking to me about what they're doing in their 10 year plan or certainly what's in the near future as well. So that we can understand that we're not, it's air traffic control. We don't want to be crashing into each other. We want to support each other. I'm super excited. I'm really excited to hear about what they're going, what they're doing and to be working with them. It's going to be cool. So yeah, this just you know. means, you know, how do we make as much money as possible for Warner Brothers? <laughs> That's basically what this meeting is. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, I mean, Reeves' plan is probably 
a little bit more clear. So they probably already know what he's got up his sleeve. So like we said, I'm sure like he has been, an idea what he want, where he wants the character to go. Yeah. Right. So, you know, for it, Not it, like what other TV shows, maybe there's uh you know, they, they said the possibility of another spinoff show. Um, you know, Reeves made it seem like he has a lot more up his sleeve than just, you know, two movies and a, and a spinoff show. It, 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 I would love, I really would love a Catwoman one. It, it kind of um, makes me feel like a little bit like, at first, when like Reeves got the job, they're like, "Oh, a trilogy! He's going to do a trilogy." But then you hear like, "Okay, he's got one spinoff." You know, you know, it's nice to see this expand a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, a I would show would be nice. I would like to watch her just go around heisting, you know, just stealing things for people, right? And like, you know, high high rise buildings. That'd be fun. Agree. I think it'd be cool. Uh, it'd be a cool show. Uh, they could they could, again they could tie it in exactly exactly like they're doing with the penguin they could tie it into mm. the end of the film so we knew they she was like leaving a, or so. they, oh man imagine like just like this isn't batman related but imagine like a reality show on you right doing awkward things on long island i <laughs> <laughs> think about that they can call it like rusty piers what you could call it Rusty Pierce. That sounds Pierce. like a porn name. That sounds like she's <laughs> yeah. my porn name. Why are you like you, all you can think about are OnlyFans and feet pictures? You're such a weirdo. What like, are you it's talking so about? Yeah, like they could call your show Rusty Pierce, and it could follow you as you like walk around, like you know, Montauk, and you're just doing things, you're helping people out. Meanwhile, you you wear like an outfit similar to like the Gordon Fisherman, you know, but you've kind of got the aura. Maybe you've got like the the reputation around town of like the guy from like I know what you did last summer with the raincoat and the. Hook. Thanks. I got the reputation of a, <laughs> of a guy who kills people with a fish hook. Thanks a lot. So kids had to make sure the guy who spreads the ice around home alone, you know, but you're actually a good guy who takes care of his family, but you live on the rusty pier, you know, so it's called rusty pier. <laughs> All right. Are you done? I just think it's, it's, it's a show that gun can offer. It's, it can have a lot of humor. It can be really noble and family oriented. So How like, does this tie into Aquaman? Because it's about you. It's about you following you and your your life as an Atlantean living no, on no, Earth. No, no, no. The character. Because he's trying to find himself amongst the land people. <laughs> Isn't that is what the movie was literally about? Literally a fish out of the water. Okay. You know yeah. what? <laughs> I, I let you ramble on a little too long with that one. So we're just going to dip that Rusty one in the mud <laughs> right now. <laughs> giving, me a, giving me a show with a porn name, number one. <laughs> You are such a dirty-minded individual. All you think about is this stuff. No wonder why you went to five proms. I'm a dirty-minded individual? <laughs> you went Wait a minute, hold on. Proms. Me? Yeah. yeah, you. You tell oh. me about all your, all your extra money you make on your I foot really should. I really should share our text messages with people, Pete. I should. I should, I should share the messages you send Oh, me. my God. I shot like $20 a foot picture. It's great. All these crazies buy them up. Like, okay, Eric, thanks. <laughs> That's all we're supplementing the income for the all show. Right. Like, okay. <laughs> He's so grumpy. He doesn't want to talk Enough. about it anymore. Rusty Pierce over there. <laughs> you got issues. You really do. You got problems. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I mentioned the penguin. Uh, I mentioned that that's coming. And Colin Farrell spoke a little bit about it. They're starting. They're going to be shooting soon. Uh, you know, so that's coming. And this is going to be like episode. one of the best things ever, man. I'm yeah. telling you, I, I got really high expectations for the show. 
I do too. Like this is a show that I've been waiting for, especially with the performance in the film. Yeah. I mean, he's like I said on the last show, he's one of my favorite things about the like, movie. And every so. time he like every time Colin Farrell talks about this, he's like a kid. He's he's like a fat kid looking at like a forty eight ounce steak. Like he's he's just licking his lips and he's like getting ready to dive in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we as we know, he he said he read the first episode. Yeah. Um, I actually think the penguin's going to be a sequel to the more of a, more of a. I think the penguin will be the sequel to the Batman, and the Batman Two will be a sequel to the Penguin. Like I think that's how connected this stuff's going to be. Well, it kind of when Reeves spoke, it kind of sounded like that. Mm-hmm. It did. Like he kind of made it sound like this is going to be two, and then the actual sequel will be like two point five. Because I almost feel like Peacemakers is a direct sequel to the Suicide yeah. Squad. It kind of is. You know. Yeah. So. Uh, Reeves pointed pointed out in the article as well. This is a Collider article. Uh, the spinoff will be tightly connected to the theatrical release. He said there's actually a whole little fabric of things we're wanting to do, the way we're doing with the Penguin, and how that comes back into how that will lead into the sequel and what the sequel is going to be. So, yeah, it's it this ramifications. Yeah, I remember when everyone, when we first heard that they were doing these spinoffs, we were like, well, how tied in they're going to be? No, guys, this is going to be very tied in and it will be a quote unquote shared universe. Um, just all within Batman. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, is this, I don't know. Is it just a shared universe? Solo shared? Like, I don't even know what to call it. Whatever. It's just the Batverse. Yeah. That's what Reeves is calling it. Batverse. So yeah. So I'm excited. I'm really excited. This is, this is gonna be great, man. Like this is, we're getting a lot like, a lot of really good quality Batman stuff lately, and uh, this, this, like, especially entertainment wise, and it's just this is just to revel in this. Like, w- this is stuff we could we could have only have wished during the Nolan era, right? Because like that, I feel like that, I feel like they're very similar. The two eras, like, I feel like the Batman two might take off, a little, probably a little bit like less the Dark, than Dark Knight. Knight. Yeah, but I'm, I like I got a good feeling about it, and to have something that's even like basically in between those two movies. You know, when after it's, Batman two hits, I think it'll take off even more. Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of the sign of the times with the streaming stuff now that if we had that during the Nolan verse, maybe we would have gotten some stuff like we're getting the penguin, some spin-offs mm-hmm. like we're getting the penguin. So it's kind of a sign of the times where you can do something like this. Um it's ingrained in the in the public mind because we have shared universes with Marvel and they do the stuff with the crossover to the T V shows, Star Wars too. So like you have all of that now and people think about it. So when you bring this up, it's not so far, right? It's something people want to want to watch and mm-hmm. want to see. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm looking forward to this show and whatever else they decide, the other spinoffs they decide to do. But uh, this one, huh? <laughs> but, but this one, yo, seriously, if they're going to pay me, damn, I'll do it. I don't care. I know you'll do it. <laughs> of course you so, will. You're looking for your big break. I'll do it. You, you've been um, waiting for this since you got, uh, since your American Idol audition. No, have not. At all. But, uh, <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, it's award season <laughs> as well. As we know, the Oscars, the Golden Globes just passed. The Oscars are upcoming. And of, there's tons of awards this time of year. So the make the 10th annual makeup artist and hairstylist guild nominations nominated the Batman for best contemporary. Another makeup. nomination. Yes. As well as best special effects makeup. And Elvis also was nominated in period haired makeup plus special effects makeup. So Warner Brothers is racking up the W's here. So did you see no Elvis? Right. 
I have not. Well, <laughs> you, see you should watch. You should watch it. I should. should I should. I got. I'm just. I'm behind on everything, man. Doom Patrol. I'm like. I Titans is such a chore to get through for me this season. I'm behind on Doom Patrols as well. Yes. Oh my god, Titans is like pulling toenails. It's like, oh god. Just don't like the blood stuff. That's the, yeah. That's the, that's the a big problem. Lots of blood. There's lots of <laughs> yeah. blood. I'm not gonna lie. There's lots of blood. So. You should see some of the categories in this thing, though, in, for these awards. Some of them were crazy. Um, They're just looking to give out awards, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't know that special effects and hairstyles and costumes had their own award show, period. <laughs> like, they get not they get honored at the Oscars and the Golden Globes, too, but this mm-hmm. is their own award show. Well, you can't leave anybody out anymore. So, <laughs> hey, I mean. We're here, too! <laughs> you know, I mean, it's cool. But also more and more, more and more cinematographers as well. Cinematography. Uh, the Batman got nominated as well as Top Gun and Elvis nominated by the American Society of Cinematographers uh, for the feature film category. Wow. So, so it looks like the Batman was a really well-made movie, huh? Yes. And I mean, this usually happens uh, with with comic book films and things of that nature. Uh these movies always get nominated for these awards, special effects and costume and usually score, uh, mm. things like that. So Batman, but the Batman, as we all thought, I mean, not only is it a well-made movie, it's, it's a good movie. It's got a good story. It's, you know, so I can no, you don't see... tell me I knew it. I knew it from day one, Eric, as soon as it was announced, I knew it was going to be a good movie. It will be interesting to see if it makes the top 10 for the Oscars. Uh, I don't think we've got Oscar nominations yet. When so. are the Oscars? I feel like this is a Nico question. Usually in March. Oh, we say. have a while. Okay. Oscars and the college basketball tournament. Let's see. Academy Awards 2023. Yep, March 12th. Okay. So, um, so yeah, we don't have the noms yet, I don't believe. Uh, just a lot of predictions for the noms. March 12th. That's like the day after the Big oh. East tournament. Okay. So... So yeah. Right. Speaking of Not scores, better. speaking of scores, I brought up score. Uh, mm-hmm. I never could say this guy's name. <laughs> I actually think it's a woman. Oh, sorry. Yes, woman. My fault. Hilder. I can't say her last name. The composer from Joker. <laughs> yeah, she's back. She'll be back. For she the is back to compose Joker too, which is cool because I actually listen to the soundtrack more than I, I listen to the movie. Watch um, Yes, I feel. Yeah, I sorry. Yes. Well, I guess, I guess technically with my ADD, I listen to everything. <laughs> <laughs> then I watch the movie because um, I really like, and uh, I don't know, like I'm probably speaking out of turn here because I don't know musically, but like I just crescendos and stuff. Like I, I, like, I like just, I just like the way she composed the, the, the music of the film. Like it, it's, it's, it's an interesting listen. Like it's kind of, it fits in with like my comic book stuff. Like I really dig it. Right. I don't know. Um, I know Reno loves it. Reno's a big fan of this chick. He loves her music. You know, he's like, oh, yes, yes, me, Reno. I told you about her. She's a fantastic, fantastic musician. I listened to her all the way up to French Canada, Montreal. It's fantastic. I, me, me, I, it doesn't go to play a lot, but I listen to this stuff. Fantastic. Joker, the fantastic thing. I love it. Here we go. I can't wait. I'm going to Reno. Yes, yes, Montreal. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you said, but okay. Reno, I just, I just, I just spoke French Canadian. Reno, I understand. Okay, good. Well, then yeah, maybe you can tell me what you it's meant. It's a dialect. So, 
I'm interested to see how they incorporate Lady Gaga musically and how, if she's going to have any songs for I can't film. wait for Laga, Laga. I can't wait for Gaga to like Laga to bring out the song. <laughs> there you go. You made her one name now. Laga. Yeah, Laga. Laga. I can't wait for Laga to just like steal the show here. I really do. Like when I watched A Star Is Born, I was totally like just like, wow. Like, I really think Gaga's going to have that same effect. I can't wait to see what she's like. And I can't wait to hear her sing. I love Gaga's voice. I Laga, do too. Laga. I think it's going to be um, interesting. Yes, that when that casting was announced, it was the most exciting part of this hearing about this. It sequel, got me way so. more pumped for the movie. Yeah, I agree. Lady Gaga gets me just excited. Like she can so. be in anything. She could be left fielder for the Yankees. I get pumped. <laughs> I don't know if they would be. The Yankees would be pumped, but she. Uh, they had, jo- they had Joey be. Gallo out there for a year. She can't be much worse. <laughs> you know what? That is a very fair point. <laughs> That's a very fair point. <laughs> Wow. We know, yeah. like, I'm in Montreal. We have the Montreal Expos. The building's demanding, but nobody uses it anymore. But it's, it's a big piece of shit. But I, I walk by every day for work. It's nice. Are you good? <laughs> <laughs> so I want to also bring something up. Um, just box office, box office related. So mm-hmm. have you? do you have any interest in seeing the movie, Megan? Uh, I, I actually didn't until people started being like, this movie's crazy. So, like, I'm really interested now. I saw it. Is it nuts? And it's a James Wan joint, right? It is a he. He's a producer on it. Yes. Yeah, so uh-huh. it's it's he's the producer. Dude, I did not expect to like it as much as I did. That's how I kind of felt about Malignant. Oh, I was like, "What is this about?" And then, dude, like, it's yeah. I mean, end. it's got it's cheesy. It can't be at parts. Yes, all the stuff you would think about this kind of a film. Um, yeah, but it's really, really good like i really so essentially, really just basic dumb dumb man's plot it's a toy that comes to life or is a toy that gains consciousness something like that it's a toy that it's created as an android with with very high level um ai capability mm-hmm. and i mean you've everyone's seen the trailer so what happens is this little girl her parents die her aunt who is the creator of megan takes her takes becomes her guardian takes her home and try to get through to her she finishes building Megan and then she shows her to the, the little girl and Megan becomes her friend. Little did she know it's kind of like, um, in, in Spider-Man two, the inhibitor chip that doc. Ock had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I got broken. Well, Megan doesn't have one of those and she's just obviously developing through normal human interaction, but her, her main point is to always protect and the little girl, like that's her thing. Like to be a friend to the little girl, protect the little girl. So as she gets, as her AI develops, she becomes protective, and you, an evil side kind of sneaks in, really? there. and then that's where the movie takes off. It's um creepy, yes. Like this doll is creepy as hell. I would never have something like that in the house, no matter mm. what. Yeah, no, I feel you. But uh, definitely, guys, if you were on the fence about seeing it, I do suggest it. I can't believe it how criti- well it's doing critically. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's a good watch. It really is, and I enjoyed it. And there's also apparently a there's already in the works for a sequel. It may I think it made shout 30, out to people who are making movies that are not comic book movies. Shout right. out to you guys. I think it made thirty seven million, which for a movie like this is it's is already made its budget back probably crazy right like it's probably so uh, I guess Megan's probably expensive to make. Yeah, like the character. Yeah, I mean I don't know how I, a lot of it's CGI obviously. Mm-hmm. I wonder what the budget is for Megan, but. How do you spell it? 
M E G. It's M E G A M, but the M is the E is a three. Whoa! Oh wow, that's interesting. So it's M three G A N. Let's see here. Budget. Eric, fill the dead air. Uh, okay. I will do it. <laughs> Sorry, with no, no, I was singing voice. I'm actually Eric looking Baldwin. for the exact budget. Box Twelve million movie. bucks. Thirty minutes budget back. Yeah, they're gonna they're raking at this point. Yeah, so it made a thirty plus million opening week, and I think I saw the exact number was like thirty seven wow. or something. And for those who who want so. to throw out like numbers like seven hundred million, you know, if you, if you you know that Megan's making its money back. <laughs> That's why it's getting yeah. a sequel. <laughs> yeah. So definitely, I asked you P because it's it's technically listed as a horror film. It's not scary. It's, I to thought me. it was. You didn't think it was scary when there's no, doll, you know when there's dolls Creepy. going around killing people. Creepy. Yeah. Not scary. Not yeah. so. Not like Chucky. No, like, Chucky. I was getting like I was getting like okay, kind of Chucky vibes, except like good to evil type thing. Like I, I got what you said with the plot wise, right? Um, but I was kind of expecting it to be more of a horror movie. I mean, it's that's what it's listed as. But, but you consider me, it more of a drama? Yeah. Thriller? It, wasn't, it just wasn't scary to me, that's why. So I don't... Nothing scares you, you're the champion of Long Island. Consider it... Well, no, that's not true. There are certain things scaring me, like when my bank account's low. That's, <laughs> that scares me. Well, when you're, all, when you're out all night spending it with the champ, <laughs> popping bottles, you know. That's a scary time for me. Last Friday night. Oh uh, yeah, that's that's kind of stuff is scary. But movies usually. How's the, the last movie today? Did you spend good. a lot of money? You and Sally it's last positive. night. Pizza it's, Red. It's positive. It's positive. You're nice. As long as it's positive. You guys had a good night. That's good. <laughs> We're good. All right. Where'd you guys who? go? Wait, who was I with? Sally Testerberger. Oh no, Sally broke up with me. It's sad. Sad. Story. Really? She was just using you. Yeah, she was. It's fine. Wow. She could have been the queen of Long Island. She could have been. Instead, she's the so first far. tramp. The first tramp. First tramp. Well, oh, I thought you two were going to actually kind of get together there for a little bit, but all right. No. Hit it, quit it, be all up in it. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome so, to the Eric Colesman After Dark Hour. A lot of times, just moving forward. Let's continue. Let's move forward. You see how modest he is? Look at him. He's amazing. Well, a lot of times movies that Rusty don't do Pierce. well develop a cult following. And one yeah. of those movies is Ang Lee's Hulk. Uh, didn't do well. I remember people were upset that it was too green. He was too green and the shorts were too purple. Yeah, I remember those. I remember those and like, did, it, he looked like a... What did you think of Ang Lee's Hulk? I, thought I liked my... it. It was fine for me. Like Creative choices are, yeah, are there, but um, I was like, oh, overall, I dug it. It was an interesting take. Yeah, uh, I didn't. I didn't hate it, and at the time it was a Hulk movie, so I was like, "Wow, we have a Hulk movie finally!" Right? Yeah, yeah. You know, so I was in. I was into it, sure. But yeah. um, I was all for it. I still enjoy it. It's not bad. It's okay. Yeah. But Josh Lucas, uh, you forget who, he's in that movie, dude. Yes, who's in so, the movie? Yes. <laughs> but you forget he's had such a crazy career since then. Yes, and recently he's been in Yellowstone, and he he talked about the Hulk. And this is what he said. I don't use this word genius, but I think he's well, talking about Ang Lee. Um, genius, but I think he's truly up there as, if not brilliant, genius filmmaker. Like you say, he was swinging from the rafters on Hulk. I don't think the technology was quite where his brain was. I know he was pushing the team of people who were on the CGI of the Hulk to make something that technically maybe wasn't capable of being at the level he wanted it yet. 
And so I think he was very frustrated with that movie by not being able to get what he wanted and what was in his brain. The way he was morphing, the way pages were flipping, I mean, he was creating a visual comic book. And I haven't seen anybody do it quite the same way he, he was doing it. Think about it. That's 20 years ago, right? So there's an incredible Artur filmmaker beneath this monster and early Marvel movie. I have nothing but respect for it. So I agree with a lot of what he said. I think Ang Lee is a genius. He's like one of the best directors out there. True. And no one's done a movie. Like imagine like a whole universe time done like Hulk with the comic book effect. Like, I think that would be really cool. With you know? oh, with, with the st- same style, like the effect of comic book in the movie. You know how he mentioned yeah. the page turns. It, sometimes they look like panels and stuff. Like I mm-hmm. think that could be really cool. Um, so yeah, like I think I think Ang Lee was ahead of the game. Um, I think again, there's some creative things in there that are a little funky, especially with like uh, uh, Nick Nolte and the dad and everything. That's a, right, the dad those things. Um, but overall, like the Hulk stuff, I really dug. And uh, ba- ba- what was his name? What's his Eric name? Eric Bana. Bana. Bana? Yeah. He, the yeah. Australian guy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I thought it was cool. And uh, I mean, like, Sam Elliott's in it. Yeah, dude. Like, dude, I was all for Sam Elliott coming back right. as Ross after yeah. uh, uh, William Hurt passed. I was like, if you're bringing everyone else back, why not bring back the probably the greatest voice and mustache in Hollywood? Like, let's oh, not let's not mess around here. I totally. Um, but agree with I that. think Sam Elliott's a bit of a, was an issue because I think he got a little cancel culture wokeness. I think they got to him for a little bit. He mm-hmm. said something, and they attacked him, so people get afraid these days. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, no, like I, I dig Hulk. Like I really do. I like Angling's Hulk. It's, it's something I, I think I might actually watch it more than I watch Edward Norton's, even though I think Norton's is a better movie, you know, but like hmm. Angley's Hulk is just so crazy, especially when you get those Hulk dogs and Hulk fighting. Like it's a cool scene. I agree. You know, cause like in Hulk, like he's fighting an incredible Hulk. I like, I might say I like the action in Hulk more because incredible Hulk, he like fights the army for a few times, but like. And then he has the big fight against Abomination, but I feel like we get that like at least two, three times in Ang Lee's Hulk, like he's fighting mutant things. You know, you get the big desert fight, like they both have that, but then like he fights the Hulk dogs and he fights Hulk dad, you know, like it's, mm-hmm. there's a lot more cool fighting stuff going on. And I think Ang Lee's Hulk, but um, the endings are a little bit weird, but I still dig it. It's cool. It's bombastic and it shoots for the stars. I like it. I, I, it's, it's definitely both. I think both those solo movies are forgotten CBMs, but especially Ang Lee's Hulk. I love it. It's not bad. Yeah, I mean, you know, it it led to obviously the Incredible Hulk, the, the Ed Norton Incredible Hulk, and then mm-hmm. to Mark Which at the time was like debated to be a sequel or not to Angley's Hulk, remember? Right. They were like, oh, it's a soft reboot. Like, we weren't sure what we were doing yet. Right. I'm, yeah, I I, I do watch it when it's on. Uh, I don't, I, I don't think I own that one. But I do, when it's on TV, like if it's on, I'll stop and watch it. So I do enjoy it. Uh, yeah. And I, I do, I agree with you about Lee. He's one, he's a, he's a very excellent director, visionary type of director. So I might do agree with you after the Giants beat the Vikings. Uh Oh, putting that out in the universe. (laughs) See what happens. Well, something that, uh, we finally got a a brand new trailer, uh, to Ant-Man or the, the official trailer now, I guess they're calling it. Um, because the other one got every movie I went to, I kept seeing it. Really? So, and this one definitely focuses more on Kang, uh, and what the plot of the film is actually going to be. Uh, so this looks like it's one of the deeper Marvel movies. It looks like it's yeah. really playing on Scott Lang's heart. 
Right. Modoc, you get to see Modoc in this one. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> yep. So that's pretty cool. Uh we get again, we get to see a lot more of Kang and his villainous side because in the other trailer it kind of makes it look like he's not such a bad dude. Uh but this one kind of definitely takes that away and you see just how evil a guy he is or a thing he is because he's multi he's omnipotent, right? He's he can be whatever he wants to be. Something like that. Uh yeah, so this movie actually looks really, really good. Uh, it's I felt like this when I saw the Multiverse of Madness trailer, and now this one. Uh, Multiverse of Holzman. Yeah, so I'm very, very looking forward to this. This trailer is so much better than the other one. I like uh, the other trailer. I like this one more, but I, you know, I'm not, yeah, I mean, you guys complain too much. Like Jesus Christ, like I'm not complaining. I'm just saying I, this I, one. I, I'm good after seeing a movie after one trailer. I don't need. Two, three other ones to follow. I don't either. Like, I one trailer's fine. I don't need seven. But you guys got my ticket. I'm gonna see this movie. It was nothing. Did we? Was Black Widow because of the pandemic the one that had the most trailers? I don't even. Didn't we get like six of them or something? (laughs) Something ridiculous. Oh well, they kept pushing the movies back, so I guess they had to remind you. So right, so they kept changing it or like tweaking the trailer, and I still enjoy that movie. But they kept. I think that movie's great. They kept doing stuff. To, yeah, I remember they kept doing, releasing more. And, and I kept saying, we're going to just see the whole movie before it even comes out. Yeah. But yeah. So guys, definitely, uh, if you haven't seen the trailer, you're living under a rock. But um, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> how you, in zaddy land. <laughs> let us know how you feel uh, about the, the trailer. Cause yeah, hit up uh, Eric on Twitter at Final E33, spelled like Finale 33. Yeah, I'll get to that later, though. So you jump in the gun. Well, I'm just telling them where to find you. Fine. Don't, don't. Don't contact Eric ever again. In fact, unfollow Eric. Everyone unfollow Eric. And oh, we got a photo. <laughs> we got a photo of the of, Flash. Of, of the Flash team, <gasps> kind of. The members from the CW. So David Ramsey, who plays John Diggle, mm-hmm. uh, put a photo up, Diggle I believe, on his, on his Instagram. And he showed everyone together. So it yeah. had... Right, so Flash, Kid Flash, Kid Flash, the Flash, Oliver Queen's Green Arrow, and John Diggle's Spartan. Uh, Sounds good. Sounds like someone's excited to watch a CW show, and his name's Eric Holzman. I really am. I'm excited for to watch this. He's back, baby. So next up, season three, Batwoman. Yeah, the finest CW show ever produced. Batwoman, season three of Batwoman crazy well you can't say until you watch it you're yeah, really like damn well, man that is some gripping i guess jelly. i'll take your word for it then <laughs> that javisha leslie she is one hell of a bad one she really is that's Maybe. what you tell me yeah she's fantastic Just you tell me that grappling around gotham kicking ass it's amazing you should watch it and we also got news about another harley quinn another harley quinn another one how many harley quinns we got this will be one, two, three, four, four. Wow. Right? Oh, five, including Gaga. No, I included Gaga. So four. I'm wrong. So four. Four. Yep. Four. So we already know Gaga. We have, of course, Margot Robbie. We have um, um, Kelly Cuoco from the TV show, from mm-hmm. the, the animated show. And now Christina Ricci. We'll be doing a Harley Quinn and the Joker podcast, and she will be voicing Harley Quinn. 
I listened to the trailer for this. It sounds very interesting. Yes. I, might, uh, I don't know. Like, Don't you need a subscription to Spotify? Do you need a subscription? You probably do for this. Spotify, yeah. I think you do. Uh, I might listen if I can find a subscription out there. Um, I, I have one. Listen. Oh, cool. Did you listen to Batman Unburied? Is I listened to the first three episodes and then I just tried. I do I did enjoy it though. It's, it's tough very, to keep up with them because like, like I listen to a lot of like when I listen to the audio adventures, it's a lot of my commute home, right? Okay. You know, because I want to pay attention to it, and it kind of, you know, so it's like if I, I find if I do listen to them around the house, I do things. Whereas if I'm driving, I'm just sitting there, you know, driving. Yes. So this is a, this will be available at the end of the month, guys, on January thirty first. Uh, it also. Billy Magnuson also will be voicing the Joker. Billy Madison? No, Magnuson. Adam Sandler? <laughs> <laughs> so, and it's a new origin story from the perspective of Harley Quinn. Ooh, it's an origin. Sorry. Yes, Justin Hartley from This Is Us, everyone knows, will, will be voicing Bruce Wayne Batman. So, and how does that make you feel? You know whether it's Justin Hartley. Who is this Justin Hartley? Justin Hartley, he's, he, oh, he used to, he was Aquaman on Smallville. Oh. Was he Aquaman or Green Arrow? He was a character. I I thought that was Richardson. Who was Richardson? Oh, Richardson, yes. No, Justin Hartley was, did play, I believe he did, let me, I have to look it up. You can't even keep your own Aquaman together, Eric. Jesus Christ. I can't. They're going to take away your crown. There's a lot of, there's just a lot of. It's like, Aquaman, hell yeah, swimming around. No, it was on Smallville. He played him on Smallville. Oh, okay. That's where it was. And then he got a, I think there was a pilot for his own show, Aquaman, off mm-hmm. the Smallville appearance, and then uh, never, it never went anywhere. <laughs> I have that pilot for that Aquaman show. It was fun. Yeah. No, uh, Ving Rames is in it. So that's him. That's the guy. That's Justin Hartley. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's also on This Is Us, which is a very, well, was a very popular show. I believe it just ended this year. That show made everyone cry. I know. I don't know why people watched it. It was just like, we're going to cry for like 30 minutes. I watched the first three seasons, maybe, mm-hmm. and then I just, not that I didn't like it, not that it got bad, I just stopped watching it. Like my ex-girlfriend used to watch it, and I, just, I was like, why do you watch this show? It doesn't make you cry. <laughs> <laughs> what is the point of it? Like, I remember going to work, and I talk about it, like, and a lot of the girls at work would watch the show, too, and you'd be like, why do you guys watch this show? It just makes you Right. They all get together like on Monday or whatever the oh. day after, and they, they have this like powwow at the office, and everybody's just crying. I'm like, oh god, this is awesome. <laughs> it's part of it's you know it it's family related, and there's a lot of family interfamily drama that goes on in the this show. This is why you need to watch Batman. Batman's family related in a way, not like this is us. <laughs> like this is us. Pete, I saw the tears welling up in your eyes when you saw the Batman with the scene between um, Alfred and Bruce. I saw. Don't lie. I saw the little. I don't think hospital. you did because I don't even think you were sitting in my row. I was. I was just way far down from you. No, I got in the seat because Rick Shoe spilled his soda on himself. Beer. I was, sitting, I was sitting next. Oh, whatever it was. I was sitting next to Rick, you know, because, you know, we're being fast. <laughs> and uh, I flew all the way to Texas sitting next to him because I love him. So like I'm sitting next to Rick and he spills his drink all over himself. And I used my, my extra t-shirt, my extra BOF shirt to wipe it up. Cause I was a good friend, you know, like, Oh, you spear, let me take the clothes off my back, Rick, to wipe up your mess. <laughs> that's, you know, that's what I do for my friends. And but, then you uh, moved. No, no. I sat next to Rick the whole time. Right. And then, so you, I was in the row. I was just on the end. I was on the other end. 
Oh, but I, I, I never moved. Down and I saw, I saw, I heard the sniffling and the tears. I saw it. It's okay. You can admit it. But that's not like this is us crying. That's different. Like this is us is like bawling, crying of emotional. This is like, God, this is so amazing. This is such a manly tear. <laughs> like this tear could lift weights and kick ass and drink beer <laughs> and ride a motorcycle with a bandana. It is a good scene. That is one of the, that's a good scene in the film. Most of them are good, but there are a couple that I could do without. But my I favorite scene is when he's escaping the police and he glides off the building. That's my favorite scene. And survives? Yeah, because he's a tough guy. He's a badass, which just proves how badass he is. He can hit a bridge and not die. <laughs> I will say, though, of all the scenes of the movie, that one felt the most out of place. No, I have no problem sense. with it. He's like, it's boom, fine. I'm going to hit this bridge and not die because I'm tough. <laughs> right. I get it, and yeah. I have no problem with it. Uh, I understand why people do have problems with it. I don't. I don't understand those people at all. But, you know, it, it, of all the scenes in the film, that one seems the most out of place. That's all. Yeah. To me, it's just, if, you have, if you have a problem with that scene, I think it's really socially dying. It, it starts as one of the most human scenes, though, because it's the first time he ever did it, right? So when he's yeah. about to jump off, it's he very takes... very human, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he takes the deep breath and mm -hmm. just goes for it. Yeah. Usa. And now right. comes the time when, when you can tell that. people where to find you because we're at the end of the Holzman, show. Eric the champion of Long Make Island. Me mute you. Eric Holzman, he's champion of Long Island. Going to bagels, saving the cats out of the trees. You know me, Eric Holzman, champion of Long Island. That's the theme song to your uh, your new uh, sitcom. Show. No, that's not Rusty Piers. That's your, that's your like motivated, like, ah, oh, I've got to find myself in this world, but I'm only half human. I've come to the land to discover how the humans live. Secretly, I'm an Atlantean king, but I'm going to use my powers for the greater good and help this dying species. I wish I was an Atlantean dweller. king. I'm going to lie. What? Be nice to be an Atlantean king. You are an Atlantean. You sw you're just swimming into fishes. They're like, hey, ladies, what's going on? Can you talk to fish? <laughs> hey, Eric. Yeah, hey, hopefully they smell on, my ladies? sweater. My name's Eric Holzman. You want to hop on my boat? Okay. Here's the sweater. Sniff it. <laughs> what? Yeah. <Here. laughs> Holzman. That's what. Remember they sniff, they sniff the sweater. Yeah, shirt, shirt, shirt sniffers. <sighs> so weird. God, that yeah. was weird. Anyway. <laughs> So Eric, what, what's the prediction today? We got uh, we got football this weekend. What do you think's winning? Who do I think is winning? Yeah, who's winning this weekend? All right, I'm going to say. Let me let me think, because I I I normally don't do this anymore. Come on, Mel um, Kiper, let's go. All right, so today we have Seattle and San Francisco, and oh. then Jacksonville and the Chargers. I like the Chargers in that game, mm -hmm. and I like the 49ers in. The San Francisco Seattle game. Tomorrow we have Miami Buffalo and then the Giants of Minnesota and then Baltimore and Cincinnati. Uh, so I will go. I like the Bengals and Baltimore, Cincinnati. I like Minnesota. Uh, and I like Buffalo in that game. And then Monday we have Tal Dallas and Tampa Bay and I like the Cowboys in that game. Yeah, Cowboys. So. 
I don't know. We'll see what happens. I I always have uh, trouble rooting, uh, not rooting, but just like betting against Tom Brady. Like I just, you know, just the legend of Brady just always looms larger. So we'll see what happens. I used to, I used to subscribe to that, but he's not, he hasn't been the same. Uh, Uh, I just think he's got a horrible head coach. We'll see what happens. Um, I mean, he does elevate his play in the, usually in the playoffs. So we'll see. And I have not liked how Dak Prescott has looked recently. So if the Cowboy, if he, if that Dak Prescott shows up, the one that played against the Eagles, they're going to get killed. Yep. So, but more importantly, the the game that matters is that Giants Vikings game. Yeah. Um, if the Vikings win, Garrett and Powers will be very happy. And if the Giants win, I'll have to deal with those people on the radio for another couple of days. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I I don't think the Giants have enough offense. Uh, that's my one issue, and I do think Minnesota playing at home in a dome is going to be beneficial for them. So, I think they're gonna they're gonna win that game. Is uh, it true that if the Giants beat the Vikings, Garrett's going to eat a hot dog and break his vegan streak? I didn't hear that, but I hey, I heard I'm down. I thought, I, heard that. I thought Garrett was going to have a hot dog for the first time. I'm down if that happens. He's only had. He, told, he was telling me he like he only has tofu dogs because of gout. Because of gout. Yeah, he apparently like he can't eat hot dogs because he gets gout. <laughs> he told me that. I did. Did he really tell you that? He told me that. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. I didn't yeah. know. That. I had no idea. So. So I'm sorry, Garrett. Yeah, I, I feel bad because like, oh man, it's what do you what do you have of on Fourth of July? Like, what do you eat at a ball game? He's like, you know, tofu or, you know, that's what they have any breadsticks. Fries. You know, fries. Eat fries. Yeah. So, all right. Carlos Correa it is. Carlos Correa and tofu dogs for Garrett at the Twins game. Yeah, that, uh, that also happened. Stay off that ankle, kid. You know? That crazy saga. <laughs> the crazy saga of Carlos Correa, who, who never wanted to leave Minnesota, apparently, if you listen to his press conference. I mean, I'm sure. Hey. You know what? He uh, he still got more than enough money. <laughs> he still got. That's for sure. Well. Yes, he got. So paid he ain't hurting. Well. He ain't hurting. So, what about you? Do you have any say on who you think is going to win these games? Uh no, I just kind of. I mean, me, I always root against the Giants. Um, I, oh, I usually my I usually I have this is a conundrum. I always usually root for Tom Brady and the Cowboys, so I don't know who to root for on Sunday. Uh, so it'll be a conflict of interest. Um, it's actually well, it's a win-win for me to be honest with you. Because if Brady wins, people get upset. The Cowboys win, people get upset, and it's like whatever pisses off the masses more is great. Um, I usually root against the Eagles unless they play the Giants. Well, they play next week, so so they have a bye there. Yeah, uh, I'll probably root for Buffalo and Cincinnati unless they're playing okay. each other. But that's it. Yeah, I mean, I. <sighs> I've only I only picked two underdogs or two um, away teams. I picked the Chargers and the uh, the Cowboys. I hope either Kansas so. or Buffalo loses because I don't want to see the neutral site game. <laughs> I I feel like they should have figured out a way to give somebody an advantage. I feel like playing that season not not getting advantage somewhere is kind of a bummer. But well, we'll see. This is the fun time Crazy of the year happen. if you're a football fan. Because uh, the national championship game just ended in college last week, and then we have uh, really because I didn't see a game. Yeah, football. Well, yeah, that's true. It wasn't a game. <laughs> Somebody didn't show up. But, well, it was just a, they were overmatched. Yeah, it was a yeah, great yeah. story. TCU was a great story, but it was just, they were just overmatched. 
You know, you, you, you pull for like a school like TCU because like you never know like the next time a school like that's actually going to make it. It's like, right. it just stinks. The one time that a school like TCU makes it, they got blown out by like 70. <laughs> and it's like, that's the fear. Everyone who's, everyone who's going to be like, see, I told you. Yeah, yeah that's the fear. Team like that, they can't do it. Because yeah. like, they're, they're, what are they in the Big 12 now? But like, what were they originally? They were like, what, the Big Midwest? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> yeah, they've been, a, they were actually were in the Big East at one time. Don't ask me how, but they were. Who was uh, it? <laughs> But yeah, I mean, they've been, they're, they're a major college, but they, they're more mid-major in my mind. Yeah. yeah. Um, and how they recruit, what they're given to recruit with, especially in Texas, when you have Texas there and Texas, Texas Tech. Texas, Texas A&M. Yeah. Texas A&M. Yeah. You have all these bigger schools, so it's tough to recruit in, te- in state for them. Um, but I mean, it was a great story. Last year they were terrible. And then this year they make the the national championship game. So it was a great story. It was great, great to follow them. It was fun. It was a fun, if you like college football, it was a fun year to follow them. Horn frogs. Yep. So, all right, we're come to the end of our journey. So Pete, tell them where they can find you. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Mastodon, and uh, Zach Snyder's favorite platform, Vero at Pete Illustrated. My Instagram account is now the largest uh, Hasbula fan account in the state of New Jersey. So consider following that if you like Hasbula. Um, you could check out uh, this podcast, the podcast you're listening to right now, at straight underscore O underscore G on Twitter and Instagram. We have a Facebook group and a Facebook fan page. Consider joining both. You go follow podcast number two, the Italian Spider-Man Coalition podcast at Italians for Spidey. I do that with Nicholas and Nico Caruso from Chi-Town, the father and son combo we all love to debate with. That's fun. We talk about Spider-Man there. We're going to record a new show this month. Follow at Team Yellow Oval. Um, follow me on BatmanFilm.com and Batman Film YouTube. I got reviews and uh, interviews and all that stuff on both uh, .com and YouTube and, uh, you know, just having some good times chatting away about uh, Mr. Batman there. But, um, you know, again, can't stress enough, largest Hasbula page on Instagram based out of the state of New Jersey, uh, this guy right here. So uh, follow me there. That is true. Pete is the the Hasbula king I, of New Jersey. For sure. Hasbula. Yes. <laughs> As Pete mentioned before, you guys can find me on Twitter at finally33, spell finale33. Uh, also on Instagram, same thing. I'm not there that often, but, you know, if you reach out to me there, I'll, I'll answer you. You can message me, whatever. Um, again, the Facebook page, as Pete mentioned, we have our group, we have our page. Definitely look, uh, link up with us there uh, in the group. I will, if you guys are interested again in doing the cold shower challenge with me, I will set something up. We can... You know, I'll put a list up and the days and you guys can mark it and we'll track it. It'll be a fun little thing we could do as a group. That would be cool. If you are a fan of the New York Knicks, you can follow my live stream every Wednesday night. We do a show called All Nicked Up on Twitter. If you want to hit me up, it's at all underscore Nick underscore Nicked underscore up. Uh, we record every Wednesday night at either 9 p.m. or directly after a game. The Knicks seem to play every Wednesday, so it's been mostly after, <laughs> mostly after games that we've been going live but uh it's me my friend ty my friend craig uh we're all three of us struggling lifelong nick fans and uh, we just kind of commiserate and talk about the team usually we'll recap the game and then talk about all the news surrounding the team so you can check that out over there um if you guys have any ideas any topics you want us to cover uh of course remember to hit us up you can also email us at street og podcast at gmail.com you can hit us up over there. As Pete mentioned, uh, rate and review. So go to iTunes, rate and review our show, and we will send you a prize pack. 
and uh, we haven't done one in a while. So definitely get those reviews out there. I think that's it. Pete, you got anything else? Uxus. All right. So for Pete, I'm Eric. You're listening to Straight Outta Gotham, and we'll see you next time. Booyah! Watch Rusty Piers. <laughs>